When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Drug, non-attorney spokesperson. It's Wisconsin's most complete farm show. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Well, the weather is going to start improving as soon as today. How are you, everybody? Fabulous. Farm Bay Pam Yonke, tickled to have you along with us. I'm afraid clouds are still going to hang around today, especially this morning. 44, though, are expected high, so a lot of the precipitation that some folks picked up yesterday already starting to dissipate with that kind of warm-up. Tomorrow, some partly sunny skies in 48. Thursday, partly sunny with rain in the forecast. 48 degrees. Friday will have sunshine and 50 degrees. I know I've been beating the drum pretty hard. Don't forget, now is a great time to get signed up to be an official rainfall reporter with the National Weather Service. Midwest Farm Reports teamed up with those meteorologists to try to get more of you folks, especially folks that live in the rural countryside, to be an official rainfall reporter. We've got all kinds of links up on our website, on our Facebook page, and you can text the word RAIN to the number 877 877- 301 farm that's 877-301-3276 text the word rain and we'll send you a link there as well we're checking in in just a moment on what's happening with other springtime activity around wisconsin stand by it's up to you to help wisconsin beat minnesota the badgers have faced off against the gophers on the court now it's time for a real life border battle join your fellow wisconsinites who report everything from snowfall to raindrops as states duke it out in a nationwide competition to see who can recruit the most volunteer weather observers during the month of march last year minnesota took home the first place trophy for weather volunteers wisconsin they placed third you can't let that happen again weather observers help the national weather service create more accurate Accurate weather reports for your area. All you have to do is visit cocorahs.org to sign up, attend a quick online training, and then you're ready to report the weather right from your own backyard. The more observers, the better and more accurate the forecast for Wisconsin. Get into the March Madness spirit and help America's dairy land topple the land of 10,000 lakes. Visit cocorahs.org for more info. You're grateful for all the ways technology can connect us. Unfortunately, there are online scammers who want to take advantage. Malicious viruses, phishing scams, and identity theft are more prevalent than ever. That's why Rural Mutual includes cybersecurity protection as an option on every policy. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's the grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for money-saving member benefits, like discounts on select Granger products and more. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. 
Last week, we were talking about maple syrup, and now another sure sign of spring. It is chick season from the western end of the world's longest barn in La Crosse. I'm Caitlin Riley, and around this time of the year, I'm usually not allowed in farm stores because my family knows that I would try to bring as many of these little guys home as possible. But Pam, whether you are an avid poultry farmer or maybe someone who just wants a couple in the backyard, how are things looking this spring for our chicks? You know, it's uh, fun, Caitlin. It's busy. It's busy like it was this time last year when the pandemic basically started to unfold. All of a sudden, everybody had time to be a backyard birder. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Normally, Josh gets a chance to talk to this guy, but instead, I jumped ahead of the line. Nick Lewandowski is uh, in charge at Sunnyside Hatchery in Beaver Dam. Now, all they do is supply people with those chicks, the little yellow fuzzies. It's not just about baby chicks of uh, chicken kind. They've also got ducks. They've got some turkeys that they're working with. So trying to give people a little change up this year when it comes to their options. But the bottom line is they are still very busy. The phone is ringing off the hook. And Nick says uh, people need to understand there are some ground rules that are in place when it comes to getting those chicks and some things that uh, you need to know before you make that call. Yeah, I mean, we've got several types of uh, customers out there. We've got folks that you know, have been providing uh, meat chickens or dozens of eggs for their neighborhoods for, for many, many years. Um, and they're getting kind of your, your baseline, you know, white Cornish for meat, uh, white leghorns or commercial brown pullets to produce eggs. Um, and that's, you know, that's what they're interested in doing, efficient production of eggs and meat um, so they can make a profit off their, you know, farm stand, whether it's selling to neighbors or going to farmers markets or, or what have you. Um, we also have a number of suburban customers now, and that was pretty new to us over the last couple of years. But as more municipalities open up to uh, allow for anywhere from like three to six laying birds uh, per household, we've seen, you know, orders for three to six chicks really go through the roof. I mean, they were almost non-existent three, four years ago, and now they make up a pretty substantial part um, of our business. Now, we can't put that many birds through the mail, but people are encouraged to work with local dealers that we work with to put place of order through them, and we can <clears throat> get them uh, that route. Uh, or you can come right here to the hatchery and pick those up as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, just got to get your order in ahead of time. Or the other thing that we encourage people to do is work with their neighbors to get that you know, if you've got a limit of five, maybe you can find find three or four people in your neighborhood and, you know, put an order for 20, 25 birds and, um, and get some price breaks there, too. Yeah. So, um, and then, hopefully, this year, last year, we, it was kind of lost on us, and I was a little worried that we'd see, uh, uh, you know, a, a decrease in demand and decrease in sales uh, with the number of kids that are doing this as 4-H projects and FFA projects. And when the fairs started canceling, uh, in April and May, we we saw a number of orders, uh, you know, for meat birds and for meat turkeys uh, that were canceled because they wouldn't have their opportunity to to, to do those projects for the fair that year. Um, but hopefully those get back on track this year and we can serve those customers as well. Yeah, exactly. So let's uh, talk a little bit about how you coach up people that are getting into backyard birding or even those youngsters, Nick, that are uh, involved in poultry projects for 4-H for FFA. One thing we heard a lot of last year was wonderful to get the chicks 
excellent to do a good job raising them, but boy, you better get your name on the list for processing just as much as your name on the list for chicks. You know, I heard the same thing, Pam, and um, and that uh, yeah, that's definitely the uh, the case. If you uh, are not confident in processing your own birds at home, and you work through a custom processor, definitely get them uh, get a hold of them in advance. You know, similar to all the other types of animals being uh, grown and processed out there, you know, you need to to get your slot figured out probably before you even get your chick order, just so um, just so you um, you know would have the confidence when that day arrives that you got a place to take them. Meat chickens are not very forgiving, especially during the summer. When they're ready to be processed, they're ready that, you know, if you take them over eight weeks, you're kind of press, pressing your luck. Those birds are designed and fed, you know, to, to, to be efficient producers of meat. Um, but after eight, nine weeks, you know, you, go, you might have some, um, um, some leg issues mm-hmm. and even the, you know, pumping the blood, uh, you know, heart issues with um, keeping that bird going, mm-hmm. keeping its ticker going when it's growing so rapidly is really tough. So eight weeks, get those things butchered and get them in your freezer because, uh, you know, you're, you're playing with fire after that point. You know, you made a good point, Nick, about how uh, people's patterns have changed in general. Some people have said, well, you know, we've been in this uh, coronavirus protocol for so long that what we've got new habits. Do you worry at all or are you guys doing strategy planning once the vaccine for humans has been widely circulated, do you think people will uh, go a different direction, or will they stay dedicated to their poultry projects? You know, I guess we're just going to kind of wait and see, um, see how it goes. Um, I guess we'll have, we'll have to really just see what we get for return customers here uh, in 2021. Um, you know, we, we did go into this year thinking, you know, if this pandemic straightens itself out, you know, how many people can we expect to come back as return customers? You know, how many of these people's projects or experiments uh, will, will have crashed and burned and, and failed um, in 2020 that they wouldn't be interested in coming back? Um, and I've heard both. You know, I've heard, you know, success stories. And I've also heard a few situations where, uh, you know, where people um, – uh, you know, had success and are looking forward to um, um, doing it all over again next year. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. You know, in the meantime, what we're kind of doing here at Sunnyside is long-term, you know, in our history, we've really done a great job providing uh, production-type birds, whether it's chickens uh, for meat, chickens for laying, um, turkeys, or even ducks. Um, what we what we're going to start experimenting a little bit more is with some more, I don't want to say exhibition type, but maybe some more like heritage type birds, some fancy type birds where some of the backyard enthusiasts are really um, wanting to embrace uh, and just give people a little bit more selection. Um, You know, it's a, it's a, it's a relatively fun or cheap project for people to do. You're not too terribly invested and the beauty of a of a chicken project that doesn't really go as planned is, you know, you'll either you'll fill up your fridge one way or another, whether it's with eggs or, or meat. Sure. You know? Sure. You know, well there you go. Ask a silly question, Yankee. So I think about chicks, uh chicken chicks in the spring 
you talk about heritage birds or some of those other options. Do they have a different season that you prepare for, Nick? Um, not really. I mean, it's everything's kind of kind of geared towards the spring, and I think that's just a uh, um, uh, you know what people in the you know countryside have grown uh, accustomed to. Now, I've always told customers, you know, if they really wanted to uh, get birds strategically, you know, I would really look towards that end of July, August, and September because. The beauty of that time is, say, you're, uh, whether you're doing birds for uh, raising them for broilers or raising them for eggs, you know, those late summer, early, early fall type flocks, um, you can start the, the broiler chicks uh, when it's still warm outside, so the, the brooding requirements aren't as, as big. Um, and by the time you're ready to process those, if you're, especially if you're processing them yourself, you know, it's a great time to, to be outside and plucking chickens when it's, you know, October, November uh, versus doing that in the dead of summer. The other nice thing about that is you don't have to convince the birds to, to keep eating um, as the temperatures get cooler and cooler. In the summertime, if you're getting those, you know, chicks in May or June, you know, there will be days where a bird just isn't going to grow because it's not interested in eating because it's so darn hot, hot out. The other, thing, the, the other thing is with egg layers, uh, you start those birds out in the fall, um, you take them through the first four or five months of their life, say you get them in August, by the time February rolls around, those birds are mature enough, they're going to start thinking about laying an egg, and you're also um, uh, you know, have that uh, uh, increasing natural daylight that you're working with, sure. that's working with you. So, yeah, I mean, springtime is a great time to get birds, but so is the end of the summer. It's, you know, there's, there's, it's always a good time to get birds with the exception of it when it's 10 below. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Nick Lewandowski along with us from Sunnyside Hatchery right there in Beaver Dam. Like you said, uh, phone's ringing off the hooks, folks. So if you are one of those interested parties thinking about backyard birding or the 4-H and FFA projects for 2021, now is the time to take action. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. Should you be wearing shorts or industrial-grade insulated pants? Around these parts, it's tough to tell, but not for ag meteorologist Stu Muck. Weather is up next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Oh, you know me. Easy come, easy go. Tomorrow's another day. What's the big hurry? Are you kidding me? I have the patience of a goldfish. When I get an idea in my head, I like to let it simmer. Now that's a whopper. Good thing Lazy Boy in Madison has a warehouse full of furniture ready to deliver. Good things come to those who wait. Am I right? No, you're not right. There's a coffee table at Lazy Boy and I have room for it in my living room now. Fine wine, a fresh bread, a chocolate souffle. But where are you going to sit and enjoy it? Lazy Boy has chairs, tables, and sofas in the store right now take time to smell the roses that's what i always say and i say a new vase and a new end table are a great way to enjoy those roses great looking furniture ready to deliver from lazy boy lazy decorators love lazy boy home furnishings and decor madison east springs drive near east town mall 
The Madison Police Department and Madison Area Crime Stoppers need your help regarding an attempted homicide that occurred one year ago. On January 29, 2020, a mother and her two young children were brutally attacked by an unknown gunman in the 2700 block of Dahl Street. It is presumed that the gunman followed the victims from their residence located in Kennedy Heights Apartments. While traveling in the 2700 block of Dahl Street, the car in which the gunman was riding cut the victim off, forcing their car to stop. The gunman then exited the car and fired multiple rounds into the car that the victim and her two young children were traveling in. The mother and a child sustained injuries related to the gunfire. Madison Police Department's Violent Crime Unit is reaching out to the public in hopes that someone has more information about this senseless act of gun violence. Please visit MadisonAreaCrimeStoppers.org or Madison Area Crime Stoppers Facebook page for additional photos and video of the suspects. If you have any information regarding this incident, please contact Madison Area Crime Stoppers at 266-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com. Individuals contacting Crime Stoppers can remain anonymous and may be eligible for a cash reward. If she's not milking the cows, she's talking about them. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. All righty, let us find out exactly what's going on with the weather. I think for most of us waking up this morning, all of a sudden, uh, after those balmy temperatures that we enjoyed last week, suddenly we're reminded that we're not out of the woods yet. Stumach Gag, meteorologist, joining us this morning. So I hear officially at the airport in Madison, somewhere in the neighborhood of two inches of snow. Uh, I have to vouch for that on my backyard. And coming in this morning, it was that heavy, wet stuff when it fell. And now it is crispy, crispy, crispy. I know in the Madison area, the plows even went out. I believe it. We've got just a l- enough to cover here south of Fond du Lac. And I've got a few rain or a few snowfall amounts, that is. Uh, Reedsburg, Sauk County, two inches. Two rivers up along the lake shore, inch and a half. And Racine, down in far southeast Wisconsin, an inch point two. Uh, nothing else in on that uh, Cocoa site. Those reporters are checking them out quickly as we, of course, make our way through the morning. Now, I do expect today to be a bit more of a quiet day as low pressure pulls southeast and away from us. Not that we're going to get a whole lot of sun, but we get a break. The next chance of precipitation edges in even as early as quite late tonight toward La Crosse or Austin. I love forecast details right after this. Farmers understand return on investment. They understand the power and the value of the sun. Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. This is just another opportunity for them to look for that power and that value. It's a business decision. Everything that farmers do and don't do on their land and their with their property is money. <laughs> so one of the things that I heard one farmer say, it's a crop that I am yielding. <laughs> uh, instead of harvesting corn on this little section, he's harvesting sunlight to make electricity. You should reach out to us, and we will come out there for a very specialized, specific quote for you to look at your farm. We can put solar anywhere. We can put it on a barn. We can put it on the ground. We can put it on a hill. (laughs) So we can put it anywhere that makes sense to you and your farm and your situation. And then once we design that, even powering your whole farm, you can harvest enough sunlight to have a $0 energy bill. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com to start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. Attorney advisement from Longo Legal PLLC. Attention farmers. Recent studies have linked the commercial herbicide Paraquat with a significant increase in Parkinson's disease. If you or a loved one were exposed to Gramoxone or any other Paraquat-containing herbicides at work or on a farm and then developed Parkinson's disease, you may be entitled to financial compensation and you have the right to take action. Call Longo Legal today for a free consultation. 844-900-DRUG. That's 844-900-DRUG. Non-attorney spokesperson.
All righty, Stu, give us that forecast. You may find a little patchy fog here and there, otherwise a mostly cloudy day. Some clearing lacrosse and uh, and Mauston as we make our way on into the afternoon. Low 40s with the northeast winds only about 5. Skies again become mostly cloudy overnight. We drop into the upper 20s. Could be a little bit of very light snow or rain lacrosse and Mauston as we head toward daybreak. Northeast winds at 5. Tomorrow's the day some more clouds build back in. And for most of us, a little rain could develop toward late in the day. Now we'll be up in the upper 40s, the northeast winds at 5 to 10. Overnight Wednesday into early Thursday, rain and snow, some snow, a small bit of accumulation. Mostly cloudy Thursday, mid 40s. Northeast winds strong, 10 to 20 and gusting to 30. At least we dry it out and warm it up then, Pam, for Friday in the weekend. Upper 40s, 50s for the weekend. All right, we'll take that. Very good. Stu Mockrag, meteorologist with your weather details. John Heinberg, market advisor with Total Farm Marketing, coming up. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Someday, everyone will have an energy-efficient tankless water heater and an endless supply of hot water. Benjamin Plumbing is now an A-certified dealer of Renai Tankless Water Heaters, the number one selling tankless water heater in North America. Renai tankless water heaters are up to 40% more efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot all day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Go tankless. Endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Is your biggest fear of having dermal filler in the face looking overdone? You are not alone. A Skincare Minute with skincare expert, Michelle Neeson. Dermal filler treatments at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie restore fullness and fill in wrinkles in areas of the face, such as the cheeks, under eyes, lips, and around the mouth. It's very difficult to look overdone with non-surgical dermal fillers due to the amount that's typically injected. Did you know that one syringe of filler equals one-fifth of a teaspoon? One fast food ketchup packet is equivalent to eight syringes. As long as your treatment is performed by a skilled medical professional, you should have the natural-looking results you desire. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Chris Collini with a dirty little secret. Growing up, we were encouraged to track mud in the house. After all, dirt has been our family business for generations. Today we rely on more than our boots to transport our nutrient-rich soils. We have bigger trucks and better equipment if you need it delivered. Or you can simply pick it up at our awesome dirt-filled processing plant. Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. Kalani Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. Smog, garbage, sewers, car exhaust... Today's world puts our sense of smell on overload. Luckily, there are places we can go to refocus our senses. Our national wildlife refuges. 
when you visit, your nose will instantly recognize the purity of nature. Bask in the aromatic scent of the black pine trees blowing in the wind. Detect the sweet fragrance of primroses, wild violets, and blue sage. Smell the fresh salt water in the air as waves crash into rocky shoals. When you smell these things, you're smelling the world the way we found it. With over 500 refuges across America, you don't have to go far to make a special connection with nature. Learn more at fws.gov refuges. That's fws.gov refuges. Are you one of the 100 million Americans that suffer from chronic pain? Hi, my name is Tim O'Brien, owner of The Healthy Place. I want you to know about a natural alternative called Cura Relief. Inflammation is the root of your pain. Nutrients in Cura Relief like Bospir and BCM Curcumin are two of the most therapeutic anti-inflammatories on the globe. Nine out of 10 people feel a difference in less than 45 minutes, no matter what kind of pain you have, back pain, muscle pain, joint pain, arthritis. I am on a mission to educate the community on natural alternatives that work. For less than $2 per day, you can stop the pain and the drugs naturally with Cura Relief. Come on over to any of our four locations for in-store shopping or curbside pickup, or stay home and take advantage of our same-day delivery in Dane County, free shipping, live chat feature on our website, and phone consultations. Stop in or check us out online at findyourhealthyplace.com. The Healthy Place. What's the one thing that can ruin any fishing trip? Not having a boat. Lucky for you, Mad City Power Sports has a great selection of 2021 boats in stock. You'll find incredible deals on America's number one selling fishing boat, Tracker. Like Fast Trackers, starting at 14120. Don't get left out on the shore this year. Get out to Mad City Power Sports off the interstate into forest today. MadCityPowerSports.com. Zach, good morning. How are we doing today? I'm doing fantastic, and it is 7:40, so it's probably should be coming up about now. Yeah. So, Zach, um, the sun did not shine too well on the Wisconsin Badgers. I know it was nighttime when they played against the Iowa Hawkeyes. Mm. Nine minutes and change, where they only made one basket. So essentially, it did shine in them for about 31 minutes. It did, and then they played good basketball for 31 minutes. And then what happened? That is a positive. Then what happened? Well. And they couldn't make a shot. That <laughs> just how do you hold Iowa to their second fewest points, you know, or, or was it under seventy for the second time that season, the lowest they've scored in a while? I don't think Iowa had won a game scoring that low amount of points. And Wisconsin, like, you gotta hang your hat on their defense like we did well, but they didn't shoot the ball again. What did Iowa go? Well, they shot the ball just not well. Two for twenty from three point range. Yeah. Yep. It's disgusting. It is. Demetri Trice had six of the eight makes in the second half. I mean, they did obviously get to the free throw line uh, a few times in that nine minutes, but it was, yeah, I mean, it's just ugly. It was and, and, and a lot of it wasn't even just the shots. They had seven turnovers in that in that last, like I, six, I, I should say, six of their seven turnovers in the second half were in that last nine twenty or last seven minutes or something like that. You're not even getting shots at that point, and the turnovers were just atrocious turnovers. Like, what was Trice doing throwing the ball all the way across the court? I don't on know. That? Like, well, he, and, and, the- and Greg Gard looks like, didn't he say at the end he's like that's on me? Like, yeah, no, he said it was. I he took full blame for it, but I feel like that's is that two games in a row now where he said like that's on me? Like this mm, is no, am I misremembering? Well, I feel like this, this is a common theme for this senior laden team where they continue to make the same mistakes and and careless mistakes pretty much all season long. It shouldn't surprise us anymore. <sighs> well, that's the thing though they 
have the lowest turnover rate in the in the country. They you know have taken care of the ball. They played well, good enough defense. They're a top twelve team defensive efficiency wise in Ken Palm rankings. It's just in the key moments they make the mistakes. It's it's not like mistakes throughout yeah, the entire the whole game. game, but it's, it's when not it matters. Enti- it's it's in certain yeah. It's when you need to get a stop or when you need to at least get a shot off or you at least need to actually hit a shot. Well, I'm sick of this. For the most part, they haven't done it. I'm sick well, of this. No, 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 not of that. Well, I'm sick of that, but I'm sick of this. <laughs> well, this is a senior-laden team. I can't believe they're doing this. We, how many games in a row have we been saying this? Is, th- we're to the point now it's like maybe they're just not as good as they were last year. Maybe it is, but then you see what they do for 31 minutes. What? Why Why can that not carry over to the last 90? Don't get it. I don't D- get it. Does that mean that they're not any good because they can, can't do it for 40 minutes? No, it's because they can't do it consistently. Yeah. Entire way for a forty-minute game. They outplayed Iowa for the first three, thirty-one minutes. They and were a better team than Iowa for thirty-one minutes. They're a better team than a two-seed in the NCAA tournament for thirty-one minutes, and then they went and just did not play well in the last nine. And as Roddy said, it's happened way too much this year in key situations. All right, so let's advance the story. Big Ten tournament that's done. It's over. Whatever. Now we're looking at the NCAA tournament. March Madness. You know, going down on Friday. Uh, real quick, are you a little a myth that it's not Thursday, Friday? I'm glad ba- basketball in the tournament's back, but is, does it feel a little strange? It's not Thursday and Friday. It does feel a little strange, but then it's going to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah. So we're all taking a national holiday on Monday, right? Correct. Okay. No one has to come to work on Monday. No one's working Monday. No so one's working. Dead air for four hours. If you okay? need your fix, though, earlier in the week, there is NIT and uh, is it the CBI? One of those small tournaments is playing. Well, in the first four as well. Uh, happening Wednesday, Thursday, I believe, this year. Yeah, and then uh, you have the alternate teams, too, just in case. Just in case. Just in case. Like Virginia, who is not traveling till Friday to uh, Indy. And potentially playing, and they play Saturday. (laughs) That's insane to me. Anyways. I mean, mean, in reality, most teams don't travel to locations until the day before anyways. They have to have, what, seven consecutive days of negative tests. But you need five. Well, you only need five healthy players to play an NCAA tournament game. That thing, yeah, that's it. All right, so Zach, speaking of the NCAA tournament game, the Badgers get the nine seed. They draw the eight seed, North Carolina. And all the advanced analytics, like Ken Palm and everything, Badgers are like not light years, but pretty well ahead of North Carolina in all these advanced stats. The, the committee does not care about advanced stats. No, apparently. apparently not. But I don't. I don't necessarily have an issue with them giving them a nine seed considering the way that they played down the stretch. Like the, if you're a Wisconsin fan, you're complaining about a nine seed, tell your team to win more than two games exactly. in, in their last eight. Well, in North Carolina, they have won what uh, the four of their last six games coming up to this point. They and have. North Carolina's not, they're not a bunch of schleps. They had what uh, the ACC semifinals and then they lost made to the ACC semifinals before losing. They're a good team. They don't necessarily have like the stars that you normally see with, with North Carolina, but it's not the old five team. It is not the old five team of which Wisconsin Took hey. them, took them down to the wire. Greg Steeson was down there bumping with Sean May, no problem. Yeah, yeah, but it's still North Carolina, and the biggest concern I think for anybody that has watched Wisconsin basketball at all this year will be the fact that North Carolina is amazing at offensive rebound. Pam is the name. Farm speak is the game. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Oh, he speaks so clearly. His name is John Heinberg, and he is going to be joining us in about 10 minutes. Of course, he's with uh, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend, a regular guest on our Tuesdays. And he's going to help us better understand why markets are acting the way that they are. Boy, yesterday, another tough day for corn, soybeans, and wheat. And that's in light of real weather challenges that places like Brazil and Argentina continue 
continue to face. We'll find out what John's got to say about that. He's up in about 10 minutes. I'm Pam Yonke. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Tuesday. So today, the 16th day of March. Really interesting story for people that know about Reedsville. Reedsville in northeast Wisconsin, not Reedsburg in south-central Wisconsin. Reedsville. On this date, Reedsville High School, with an enrollment of 87 students, won the WIAA State Basketball Championship by beating Eau Claire 48-39. Reedsville, the community at that time, had a population of 476, and it was the smallest community ever to win the then one-class tournament. There you go, Reedsville. Something for you to be proud of today. Oh, let's see what else can I find for you. On this day in 1985, Marsha, 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 actress Maureen McCormick, best known for her role as Marsha with the Brady Bunch, got married to Michael Cummings, and they are still married today. And now you know. Well, we want to keep you up to speed on some of the beautiful educational facilities we've got around the state of Wisconsin that are trying to entice you in for springtime educational activities. Joining us now, Abigail Martin, former Alice in Dairyland, now program manager for the Farm Wisconsin Discovery Center up in northeast Wisconsin, just outside of Manitowoc. Abigail, so good that you could join us this morning. I appreciate it. So give us a little bit of an update. How have things been going since you wrapped up your responsibilities as our agriculture ambassador with the Alice program? Yes, things are going good. Yes, kind of a crazy end to my year, but I'm excited to have landed here at the Farm Wisconsin Discovery Center. And like you alluded to, it really is a continuation of all things I was doing as Alice in Dairyland, still continuing to promote uh, the great farmers and processors here in the state of Wisconsin, just on site at our Discovery Center here in Manitowoc. Boy, and what a beautiful facility. Folks, if you have never had the opportunity to uh, make it to the Farm Wisconsin Discovery Center, it's right off of uh, Interstate 43, just outside of Manitowoc. How old is the facility now, Abigail? Our facility is about two and a half years old. It'll turn three years this summer, so of course we're going to be looking forward to celebrating that anniversary, but still relatively new. So there are plenty of people who haven't had the chance to visit. We'd love to welcome them here and, of course, welcome people back for second, third, fourth times. Continue coming back because we've always got something new going on. That is for sure. I can vouch to that. Now, we're trying to encourage people now that things are improving as far as the weather and uh, we're feeling a little bit more confident with more vaccines in the arm, trying to encourage folks to think about coming to the Discovery Center for some special events you've got coming up. Tell me a little bit about what the game plan is here, Abigail. Yes. So just quickly, I wanted to uh, cover, like you said, we are being conscious of wanting people to come out here, but still being safe. We're, of course, requiring masks throughout our facility and have hand sanitizer everywhere. So doing our part uh, to make sure everybody feels safe so that they can come and enjoy these events. The first of being Farmer for a Day coming up this Saturday. And as it kind of alludes to, people can come in and see, you know, what does it take to be a farmer here in the state of Wisconsin? What are some of those daily chores that they are doing? And one of them being we're really going to look at how to put together a diet for dairy cows. And folks are going to leave uh, with a little bit of a special cow diet of themselves. So I'll leave that up to a surprise. But lots of great activities for what it takes to be a farmer in the state of Wisconsin. That's Saturday. Now, also in honor of our maple syrup season, which continues around the state, trying to give not just kids but also adults a little behind-the-scenes idea of what really happens in the sugar bush. 
Yes, exactly. We are really excited that it is syrup season here in Wisconsin, and we're going to be celebrating and talking about all things maple coming up on a two-day event, Friday and Saturday, March 26th and 27th, and folks are going to be able to come to our center and learn hands-on about maple syrup. We have a tree right here in Farm Wisconsin that people can learn how to drill a hole into and tap and see what that process is like, as well as some other activities, you know, crafts and smaller things for the kiddos. And then, like you said, ranging all the way up to adults that are interested in learning about this really sweet industry. We have great take-home kits that you can take home and tap a tree in your backyard. And don't worry, folks, the kit comes with instructions of how to even identify a maple tree all the way through to how to tap and collect that sap. Right. And it doesn't hurt the tree, folks, just in case you're wondering about that, at least if if you follow instructions. Now, you also work very hard, Abigail, on making sure that you're connecting with local growers, uh, kind of keeping the community involved with these hands-on uh, learning experiences. Was that the case with the maple syrup uh, goal? Definitely, yes. We are connected with the Wisconsin Maple Syrup Producers Association. They are helping to co-lead and put on this event for us, so we're very thankful for their partnership, as well as two sugar bushes in the area, In the Woods Sugar Bush and Maple Sweet Dairy, both located here in northeastern Wisconsin, and they're going to be open to the public for tours on the Saturday, that 27th of March, the day, second day of our two-day event. So people can stop in here at Farm Wisconsin do some hands-on learning, and then get out on site and see what a sugar bush actually looks like, see all of the maple trees and where the sap is turned into syrup right there at those sugar bushes. Abigail Martin along with us. She's a program manager for Farm Wisconsin Discovery Center just off 543 in uh, Manitowoc area and, like I said, state-of-the-art facility. Now, the educational opportunities don't end there. Tell me about a couple other ones you've got planned, Abigail. Yes, so throughout these next couple of weeks, we've got some live animals, extra ones coming into the center. We have lambs and goats. You know, it's baby season. We always like to think about springtime and babies. So we've got baby goats, baby lambs coming in. And uh, speaking of lambs, if you are interested in wool, we are going to be making dryer balls from wool. And for people that don't know, dryer balls can be used instead of dryer sheets in your dryer, and they can be used over and over again. So they're a sustainable, natural choice to help dry your clothes and prevent those static and wrinkles that we don't want. And this workshop is going to include um, wool right from sheep here in northeastern Wisconsin, so it's local wool. Folks are going to be able to learn how to make them and then leave by taking home three dryer balls, a set of three that they can use. So a really neat way to connect agriculture to maybe, you know, an area of your house you're not necessarily thinking about when it comes to agriculture. Always learning and always working with the community. It's not all just about agriculture. The uh, Farm Wisconsin Discovery Center also about recognizing some of the challenges our communities are facing in uh, kind of a unique way. Tell me about the blood drive. 
Yes. So we are also having a blood drive coming up. That'll be April 9th here at Farm Wisconsin. And right, we are looking to give back as well. We have a really large conference center on site that hosts different events. People can rent it out, or we also do different events there. So we're having a blood drive, looking to, like you said, help out the community. And then people that come to our blood drive are going to receive a half-off admission coupon to come and enjoy the Discovery Center. can use that day or come back a later day and bring the whole family. And just a great way to show our support as well as um, give a chance for people to get out here to Farm Wisconsin. Excellent. Abigail Martin along with us, the project manager for the Farm Wisconsin Discovery Center. Again, if you want to tap into one or all of those events that are coming up starting this weekend, find out details at farmwisconsin.org and be sure to check back often because as uh, Abigail pointed out, they're always adding new programs. farmwisconsin.org. Attorney advisement from Longo Legal PLLC. Attention farmers. Recent studies have linked the commercial herbicide Paraquat with a significant increase in Parkinson's disease. If you or a loved one were exposed to Gramoxone or any other Paraquat-containing herbicides at work or on a farm and then developed Parkinson's disease, you may be entitled to financial compensation, and you have the right to take action. Call Longo Legal today for a free consultation. 844-900-DRUG. That's 844-900-DRUG. Non-attorney spokesperson. Compeer Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand more than acreage. And helped our dairy grow for the next generation. At Compeer Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our focus on exceptional client experience is at the heart of everything we do. And our financial team will help make every step easy and convenient. See why our clients trust us to make their goals possible. Compeer Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. And MLS number 619731, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. Yesterday in Chicago, barrel cheese dropped a penny and a quarter to one fifty-four. Double A butter was up a penny at a dollar eighty, with the butter unchanged. Fluid milk contracts for April are currently unchanged at seventeen fifty-two hundred weight. May milk closed thirteen cents lower at eighteen eighteen hundred weight. December corn right now down three and a half at four seventy-five. November soybeans down two and a quarter at twelve forty-one. July wheat currently six cents lower at six thirty a bushel. What's happening in the markets? John Heinberg, market advisor with Total Farm Marketing, joining us next. Sign up for daily agriculture updates by joining our email list. Head to MidwestFarmReport.com, enter your email address, and we'll handle the rest. More farm news straight ahead. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Save now during Johnson Tractor's Land to Lawn sales event. Now through March 31st, save on select Case IH Genuine Parts. 45% off select sweeps, 20% off filters, 10% off all OEM lubricants, 15% off most other parts. View the entire Land to Lawn savings catalog at johnsontractor.com and stop in to save on genuine Case IH parts and more. Johnson Tractor from Land to Lawn. Take a chill pill. Hi, my name is Tim O'Brien, owner of The Healthy Place. Do you battle stress, anxiety, or depression? You need to know about our top-selling product, Chill Pill. Chill Pill is a natural supplement with a simple herbal blend that works. Infused with magnolia bark to reduce cortisol for stress relief, L-theanine to calm the mind from anxious thoughts, and the amino acid 5-HTP to balance your serotonin levels and uplift the mood. Has anyone ever told you that you need to take a Chill Pill? Well, now you can for less than a dollar a day. 
After everything that we have all gone through this last year, we all need a chill pill. Talk to our wellness consultants today to see if chill pill is right for you. Come on over to any of our four locations for in-store shopping or curbside pickup. Or stay home and take advantage of our same-day delivery in Dane County. Free shipping, live chat feature on our website, and phone consultations. Stop in or check us out online at findyourhealthyplace.com. The Healthy Place. The roofing, gutter, siding, and window team Transform the look of your home Superior service without compromising Online at prairieexteriors.com Prairie Exteriors, now that's impressive You can hear her clearly, even in a barn full of cows. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. John Heinberg, Market Advisor, Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend, joining us on uh, what is a snowy uh, start to a Tuesday, at least in some areas of the state. So let's jump right to it, uh, John. One of the moving categories that I was watching yesterday are livestock. Give me a little sense on what's going on there. What am I missing news-wise that suddenly got livestock popping? Well, the hog market's been moving pretty strong here for basically the last couple of months anyway. Again, some of the African swine fevers uh, maybe in China bring some more demand optimism there as well as just, you know, we're seeing really strong prices on the retail side and the cash market's been red hot. Now, hogs have taken a little bit of a pause the last couple of days or right at the threshold of breaking through the $100 barrier on those summer hogs. And, uh, you know, right, like I said, the market wants to just kind of maybe build a little energy. But boy, you're looking at carcasses, four bucks higher, trading over $100 a carcass on hogs yesterday cash index is trading at its highest level in multiple years uh just feels like it's like i said a little bit of a breather before that market pushes higher cattle side maybe catching some spillover bid i mean obviously the cash market hasn't been working very well for the producers staying basically steady at 114 for the last handful of weeks but there was some retail value that was there. We're actually trading those carcasses well above five-year averages, uh, again, on some demand optimism. And now it just seems like we're seeing some money flow in as we've saw open, imp- open interest really jump the last couple of days. And now we're starting to see some of the same effects in the hog and the cattle market that we were in hogs as those deferred contracts are putting new contract highs in the past couple of days. You know, I noticed also, you talked about hogs, Japan uh, sold off some of their frozen pork inventories. And then I saw also CME created a new contract, I think, for boxed beef. Is that some of the – everybody just kind of paying attention to, to livestock now? You know, that's become a little more of a focus, especially after last year when we had the, the supply disruptions due to COVID. You know, the CME actually just put a box beef index together. It's actually not a tradable contract yet, but it's just something to help the, you know, the market kind of track the trends that we see in the beef prices. You know, it's very comparable to what we have in the hog market as well. Now, the hog market does have the pork carcass cutout contract uh, that they opened up here, you know, a few months back. Uh, so maybe that's in the plans here for something for beef in that regard. But, uh, yeah, the, the global demand for pork, especially because of, uh, you know, China really being strong in the export market, has tightened up the supply picture. And, uh, we're, you know, right now the U.S. hog producer is still benefiting from that and the, and the strength of that market overall, even despite the fact that we do have heavy slaughter numbers and we're moving a lot of pork through the system. 
So let's talk a little bit about where we go from here. What's the news of the day today, John? You also had mentioned to me that we're seeing some expanded trade limits in grain. Is that correct? Well, yesterday the the CFTC hit their 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 deadline or the opening day where they allowed these speculative funds to grow their positions. Okay, they have a cap in terms of how many positions they can own, and they basically move things up in terms of corn, soy. Well, basically all the commodities. Corn goes from thirty thousand plus contracts to almost fifty eight thousand contracts. Beans goes from twelve to nineteen thousand. So they've got the ability to put more money to work in this window and we saw a lot of movement in the spreads the last couple of days now some of that might be weather driven and some of the acre forecasts that we're starting to hear come together a little bit here as we move towards the end of the month but i really saw some money really kind of jump into those old crop new crop spreads uh where you know we bought the july and the may corn sold the december corn against it same thing happened even in the bean complex so that might be an area where they come in and you put their money to work a little bit more is own those front month positions but keep a little bit of a hedge against it to protect themselves on those back end months. So now we got to watch what's going on with weather and planting. We had that nice uh, storm come through the center of the state here this last few days, really put some key moisture in some key areas. Now they're talking another storm, maybe later in the week again through that same area, you know, so those are some things that are going to put a little bit of pressure on that new crop price. Interesting. And meanwhile, in South America, they can't catch a break on weather. Yeah, we are seeing some rains in Argentina right now, and so maybe that's also pushing on the bean market a little bit. But at this time frame, you know, we saw the, you know, some of the exchanges and analysts down there lower their crop out uh, forecast for Argentina corn and soybeans. So it might be even a little bit too late in some regions. So we'll have to watch that. But yeah, Brazil continues to see some periods of moisture, which is going to continue to limit the harvest pace. And actually, you know, one region of Mato Grosso, which is one of their largest or their largest bean producing area, you know filed a state of emergency because of the amount of moisture they got and we're starting to hear some quality concerns coming through now again these are drops in the bucket in a big supply picture that's coming out of that region but again in a market that really needs supply those things could come into play and especially help that front end a little bit more if that keeps the activity in the u.s market just a little bit more in terms of the export side when are we going to start getting our crop progress report here at home I believe they started the wheat ones here relatively soon, if not even this week. Uh, but we will, you know, we won't start seeing things at least until the first part of May. Uh, you know, as we start walking, watching the planting pace and things of that nature. But I do know right now the southern corn planting, and especially in Texas and things of that nature, is starting to get going and, and moving along pretty nicely given the drier conditions. Now some of those regions do definitely need some moisture. Yeah. Give us uh, your connections points again, John. I think that a lot of people, you know, we're past the crop insurance deadline now and stuff like that. Now we really have to start getting our game plan together. How can they contact you? Again, so love to chat with them anytime. Feel free to call the office, 800-334-9779. Or shoot me an email, John H. at Total Farm Marketing.com. And again, don't forget to check out that website at TotalFarmMarketing.com. Yep, very good. All right, my friend, uh, Josh Scrambling will be in the big chair next week. I'm going to take a little bit of a break, and we'll see what happens with these uh, with this the speculative interest. That's something that is always uh, able to move the market pretty quick. Yes, it can. Money flow is such a key, especially this time of year when news kind of gets a little bit quiet. Yeah, very good. All right, John, have a good week. Appreciate it.
John, you too. Have a great week. Yep. John Heinberg, Market Advisor, Total Farm Marketing by Stuart Peterson. Again, a great resource. Uh, keeping an eye on everything when it comes to our markets, not just here, but around the world. TotalFarmMarketing.com. All right. I'll see you at the Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin Conference Wednesday and Thursday. Josh Scramlin in tomorrow.